2: Hey there Tanner fans, Angela Bowen here, the host of Oh My Atlanta, Holy Chalupas, an unofficial Full House, Fuller House podcast. How's everyone been doing? Well, just an update, unless you uh, listened to it in my last episode that I did yesterday, you probably already know I've made it the journey from Michigan to Texas. So I'm here, we've been here about a week. Sadly, I, um, we lost one of our fur babies. My hamster, Liesel, passed away a couple days after we moved into our apartment. And it's just very sad, you know, we're trying to adjust to things here, and then adding the loss of a pet, it just, but... Well, if you're a Full House fan, you know the cast... You might know that one Full House cast member does have a birthday coming up. And that particular cast member is Dave Coulier. He plays Joey Gladstone on Full House and Fuller House. And I figured the episode I wanted to cover was Season 6, Episode 20, Grand Gift Auto." I always liked this episode. This episode aired on March 16th, 1993, so almost getting to the end of season six at this point. In this episode, Joey gets DJ a car for her birthday, which honestly doesn't seem a little weird. I mean, it's not like he's Dan, it's not like he's her father getting her a car, it's her father's best friend. And granted, yes, they've lived in the house together for six years, but it's still, and he lives with them, and it just... I love Joey. You know I love Joey. He's got a great heart. He's a sweetheart of a guy. But I really... uh, If this were real life, I don't know how I feel about you buying my child a car. (laughs) Anyway, anyway. But the police show up, police, more like a police officer, one police officer, shows up with the news that the car is stolen and suspects Joey of being the thief. We will get into that. This this person in question did their homework. They clearly had this thing planned and were just waiting for the right person to come along and unfortunately, Joey happened to fall into her crosshairs. When the Tanners attempt to prove his innocence, Joey gets the impression that he's not appreciated in the family. Well, more likely... The family just wants to prove to the officer that Joey is just. And They show all of his goofy stuff, his Scooby-Doo nightshirt, which I would love to have, his Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Donat or uh, no Leonardo slippers, which I did have those slippers. Also, the Three Stooges fun or <laughs> Three Stooges vitamins. There's that. There's just all these things just to kind of prove to the police officer that Joey was kind of taken. He didn't expect to be taken advantage of by an elderly person. I'm just going to I'm going to put it out there. An elderly lady by the bank parks this beautiful looking red car and just waits. Of course, the person's by the bank, hoping someone will take interest in this car and just pay her Flat out cash for it. Like, hey, I'm by a bank. I'll wait till some unsuspecting victim comes by, wants to buy the car. And of course, you know, when it's time to like, do you have the pink slip? You know, don't show ownership that you got the car. And apparently, you know, she's like, um, any any person, I'm not calling Joey dumb. I'm not. It's just, he saw the car Of course, the lady, and I will, you know, I will get into all of this later. And the fact that this is, and this sounds like a salesman. Sometimes you see in like television shows, salesmen are always like, well, I got another person interested in this exact car. It's like, they're doing that to make sure that you jump on it. That Like, oh, if you don't jump on this opportunity, you are going to miss out on this deal. That's exactly what that lady was pretty much doing with Joey. Maybe she had tried it on other people and they're like, no, I want the pink slip. I want the title in hand today. You're going to mail it to me? Well, then forget it. So she pretty much just waited for someone like Joey to come. And it's sad, you know, he basically handed over however much money the car was worth. I don't know. I can't remember if, you know, I'll get into it. If we learn how much he handed over. I mean, you feel bad for him. And, you know, also for DJ. But it's another, It's just like, almost like using all these things to say to the officer, like, Joey's just, they're almost like trying to make it sound like he's a simple-minded individual that can easily be taken advantage of. And in a way that, like, no, he would not steal the car. So that that's basically what that lady did. She didn't give him a pink slip because she was going to go turn around, and report the car stolen. So she's basically getting free money. The, the, I I know people say respect your elders, but honestly, respect has to be earned. But we'll get into all that. <sighs> Bad situation. Got honestly, what's that saying that says if something's too good to be true, it probably is. And in this case, it pretty much is, Joey. Actually, you know what? In a way, I mean, could you kind of put this in a similar scenario with Michelle and buying Shorty with that $221 at that petting zoo? I mean, we didn't see we didn't see this transaction go down with Joey and this elderly woman. We didn't see the whole transaction with Michelle and the shorty's previous owner. But I, I'm just kind of thinking it's like that's the thing you got to look out for, guys. You need to be careful when handling money and dealing with transactions. If you especially if you're meeting, do not don't ever go to someone's house. If you're looking to buy something that they have that you want. You do that stuff at a police station. You do it in a public place. A parking lot. I, um, I had gotten this little robo dog thing that ran on batteries. And I wasn't playing with it very much. I got it like for like 70% off at a Barnes and Noble. And I posted it. Like, hey, 40 bucks or whatever. And I met, and it was a lady. I'm getting it for a kid. And I met in a public place. I met in a Barnes & Noble parking lot. And it was simple exchange. You know, cash was handed over and all that stuff. Never heard from the person again. Which is fine. I mean, really, you're not there to make a friend. You're there to make a sale, pretty much. But it's just, you, you gotta have your wits about you guys. Do your research. Go to a public place. There's—it's so. I mean, this lady was in a public place. She was at a bank. But I'm surprised, I bet anything she was pulling this on other people that were going into a bank, it's like, why did no one report her, say, hey, this lady's trying to get rid of her car, which the bank would probably say, ma'am, you need to move your car. This is not a place to have transactions. We will call the police on you. Something to that effect. But like I said, I'll get more into that. Alright, so let's go down the cast list. Of course, we got the regular cast here. We have Sharon Barr, who plays Officer Warren. That is the only guest star for this episode. Looks like the last movie she was in was Jury Duty in 1995. She was in one... She's kind of a one-bit actress here, character actress. She played a police officer in Full House. She played a couple characters in Cheers. She played a trucker in an episode of Seinfeld, which I'm not trying to typecast somebody, but just, I mean, the general, this woman looks like a tough, tough, I mean, she had to be tough, look tough to play, you know, a cop. And I'm like, yeah, she looks like she could play a trucker. Oh, heck yeah. Oh, heck Yeah. And speaking of truckers, if you guys watch Roseanne, remember um, when Roseanne's sister Jackie wanted to be a police officer and then she wanted to be a trucker also? Well, well, she was a police officer and then she was a trucker. But yeah. Yeah, pretty much, you know, Wings, Santa Barbara. Uh, Let's see what else. Um, After School Special, she played someone's mother. Night Court, St. Elsewhere, Simon & Simon, Days of Our Lives. The first thing she was ever in was 1973's The Devil's Daughter. She played Kitty. This is a creepy picture. Whew, that is a creepy picture. So this episode was directed by John Tracy, writer Jeff Franklin, the creator, and of course Ellen, I'm going to mispronounce her name, and I apologize, Ellen. Gulas, G-U-Y, G-U-Y-L-A-S. The only other way to pronounce it which would most likely be wrong would be Gyla's. Alright, let's do some trivia here. The episode is titled After the Crime (laughs) Grand Theft Auto as well as the video game series of the same name. I might have played one of those Grand Theft Autos like once on like a PS1 and eh, take it or leave it. It did not interest me. Alright. Trivia 2. DJ's Pontiac Firebird is a very popular muscle car in America and has it appeared in many movies and TV shows. The car appeared in Old School 2003 as Frank Ricard's main car, as well as in The End of Fast and Furious 2009 as one of the cars used to break Dominic Torito out of the prison bus. It was also used in the Rockford Files 1974 as the second car used by private detective Jim Rockford. This person clearly... Likes cars, which is just very knowledgeable, and just thank you for this information. I mean, definitely, I, I never would have known any of this if you had not put it up here on IMDb under this episode's trivia for Full House. Thank you. Oh, we got it. We got goofs, guys. We got goofs. Sweet. Showing a bedroom full of toys wouldn't be enough evidence <laughs> to not arrest someone on Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> well, in reality, no. <laughs> I would be like, hmm, a grown man with a lot of toys. huh? Hmm. We well, could be a collector. He could be a collector. When the family is trying to show the police officer that Joey is a kid at heart, Michelle picks up a pair of Ninja Turtle slippers. She is holding one with a blue bandana and saying, this is Michelangelo. However, Michelangelo had the orange bandana. Leonardo had the blue. Well, that's the same thing when um, in the wedding parts Part one episode where Michelle and Howie are sharing a bedroom, and he's got the pajamas on, but he's he's wearing Donatello colors, but he's saying, I'm Raphael the Ninja Turtle. We all know Raphael is red, you know, red Ninja Turtle. But maybe Howie you knew, because he was four, maybe he knew, like, okay, I'm wearing Donatello, but I. I personally, my favorite turtle is Raphael. So I am wearing Donatello's colors, but I am pretending I'm Raphael. That, there you go. That simple as that. I'm sure he is how he's a four-year-old could have had that logic. In the kitchen preparing to eat, it is obvious that Becky pulls out an empty carton of milk from the fridge based on it looking weightless in her hand. how it rests on the table when she sets it down. Well, does it kind of slide, You know, kind of tilt to the you know left or right? Maybe I will keep an eyeball on that. Thank you, thank you for the revealing mistake. The only other one is still <laughs> about the slippers. Someone is really about really getting after. It. Oh my gosh! There's like three different. Th- Unless it's the same thing twice, I and mean, it might be the same thing twice. All right. We also have some. Crazy credits, which I believe this might have been the only time that Full House would have done this. So, during the end credits of this episode, we see the Tanner family, as well as Kimmy and Steve, in a Brady Bunch-style grid. But if you think about it, if you were to take out Kimmy and Steve, Nikki and Alex could have had their own box, and that would have been nine people, but since... There are only two, Jesse and Becky were holding them, and that left two extra spaces for Kimmy and Steve. I mean, I don't think it would have been right to exclude Kimmy and Steve. I mean, they're they're cast members. They're actually cast regulars by season six. Alright, so as I always like to do, I always like to cover the user reviews, and first ever faithful power mandan gives us a 7 out of 10 and titles it stay joey exclamation point this review was published on march 25th 2019 full out started as two guys aiding a widow to raise his you mean a widower okay oh, he says widow he or she says widow it's widower to raise his children anyway sorry about nitpicking power mandan i apologize Now now that there's nine people still living in the house, why is one of the guys still there? Joey buys DJ a faulty car for her 16th birthday. A policewoman arrives to say that it is stolen. The family does all they can to prove that Joey is harmless, but he takes it all the wrong way. They beg him to stay. There's a total of five children if you count DJ. Well, she is still under the age of 18, so I would definitely count her. Even if she was 18 or over, I would still count her as one of the kids. Alright. <laughs> and for adults. Four is a little much. Jesse says he wants Joey to stick around and help raise his kids because he ju- he's just that great a human being. If you have wondered why Joey has not moved out, this is your answer. <gasps> That's right! I remember! This is, like, it turns into, like, a flashback towards the end. There's, like, three... Um, Each girl has a story with Joey about how he helped them. So, yeah. (laughs) And, of course, the last review gives it a 6 out of 10. Of course, coming in second, Taylor Kingston, also a... Regular reviewer on the episodes of Full House and Fuller House titles this The One with DJ's New Car. This uh, Taylor Kingston must be a Friends fan, possibly. Seems like uh, he or she seems to be the one that titles it The One with. And I think, isn't that how the Friends episodes go? I've never watched Friends, I've never really had an inkling to watch it. I think sometimes it's like that with some shows where they're so hyped up, it's just like. You kind of feel on the fence about it. like, And plus, Friends has been around since 94, a year before Full House was done. And it just, I don't know. Sometimes I think it's something that's so hyped up. It's been around for so long. It's like, and you feel like if you watch it and you don't like it, it's like, I don't know. Anyway, warning, spoilers. This review was published on IMDb August 3rd. 2015. I like this episode. Oh, thank goodness. (laughs) It's good. It's not too bad, but it isn't one of my favorite episodes from the series, and sadly, it's not even one of my all-time favorite episodes from the season. In this episode, Joey decides to give DJ a car for her birthday, which surprises Danny, considering that Joey didn't even mention it to him, which I think he should have. Uh, yeah. Even though... DJ is ecstatic. The police show up and suspect that Joey stole the car. Joey gets the impression that he's not appreciated by his family when they try to prove his innocence. Overall, I give this episode a 6 out of 10, which in my ratings book is good. Just good. Um, Joey, look, you feel underappreciated. Everyone in the family just went to bat to save your butt from being hauled into jail. So, and I get it. He's like, oh, well, when I thought you guys really cared about me, really, you're just making fun of me. It's like, no, they're not. They're trying to help you out. I know it kind of seems like, and that's another thing about sometimes, and I hate saying it like this, but... Sometimes how people perceive us isn't exactly the way we want to perceive them. But sometimes we come off in a certain way and then I can understand being upset. Like, I'm not really, I wish you wouldn't see me that way because there's so much more to me than just, like, like Joey's, It's like, there's much more to me than just surface level goofy guy stuff. and the And the family knows that. They know that. But in a a way, it's just, and even Becky says, and I'll get to it, where she's like, you know, Joey would never rip somebody off, just like he would never expect anyone to rip him off, because he's just a sweet, lovable, sensitive guy. Like I said, you know, I'll I'll get more into that. So, regular business, of course, before I start the podcast, I do want to let the Tanner Newbies, who are listening, watching, (laughs) listening to the podcast for the first time, I want to say thank you. I love what I do. I love you all, my listeners, very much for taking the time to consider this Full House Fuller House podcast. It really means a lot to me. And also, I want to tell you where you can find the podcast to listen to. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, I believe it's on Podbean. There are other ways I believe you can listen to the podcast as well from what I'm seeing based on uh, listenership. Also, where you can find it on social media, it does have a Facebook page. Just type in Full House Podcast, Fuller House Podcast. The Oh My Lanta Holy Chalupas Podcast will pop up in the search bar. Trust me, it's a lot easier if you just put Full House Podcast in Full House. No one's typing out Oh My Lanta Holy Chalupas Podcast. I mean, come on. No. No one's got that kind of time, right? So also Instagram OMHC Full House Podcast. And on Twitter at OMHC Full House. If you'd like to send an email, I would love to hear from you. Your Full House memories, your thoughts on episodes I've covered, episodes I plan to cover, you can send an email to omhcfhfhpodcast at gmail.com. Also, just a heads up. So, coming back in October. I'm coming back with grandparents episodes because I was, you know, going do September. Shout out to all uh, the grandparents in the Tannerverse. We have Danny, RIP Pam Tanner. Also, even though she's a C, she is still a grandparent. We have Jesse's parents who are the grandparents of the girls. We have Danny, who is a grandfather to the boys, Jackson, Max, and Tommy. And of course, am I missing somebody? I'm missing somebody. That's right. Danny's mother, Claire. Of course, Jesse's parents, Nick and Irene. You know, they have Nikki and Alex, they have Pamela. And of course, you know, I, what's wrong with me? I didn't mention baby Danielle. And of course, baby to be baby number two of Jimmy and Stephanie that we learned at the very end of season five of Fuller House. So, wow. I mean, three, four, five. Danny's got five grandkids. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. You guys, you don't know, maybe, maybe Steve and DJ might have another kid, or another kid. They might have a baby together. I don't know, what do you think? I mean, do you like that? I, I kind of do like that idea. I mean, I know that DJ is 40, and I know that's kind of a, a bumpy hill to climb, you know, once you get to be a, a woman, starts to be a certain age, you know, when it comes to, yeah, so, but. I, I, I could see that. I could see... That would be cute to have a little version of DJ and uh, Steve running around. That'd be adorable. Granted, now that I think about it, then the kids would If DJ and Steve did have another kid, they wouldn't share the same last name. The baby's name, last name, would be Hale. While the boys' name, you know, would be Fuller. So, interesting. Also, if you are a regular Tanner Full House podcast listener, thank you, thank you. If you have a moment, if you could jump on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, and leave a review, that would mean so much to me. I really love, you know, seeing the reviews, the ratings. You guys are awesome. Thanks again so much for showing your support. And, you know, I don't do Patreon. I don't believe in charging people money for content. I want you to enjoy this free and clear in all its wonderful glory, because I love this show. I grew up with it. I love covering it in podcast form. So alright, without further ado, let's wish a wonderful happy birthday, Dave Coulier, Joey Gladstone, September twenty-first, everybody, next Monday. Which is when this will be released. So alright, let's jump into Grand Gift Auto. Oh, Let me read. I always love to read the description on the DVD DVD box cover case thing. Alright. A red 77 Firebird. Wow. Joey gives DJ a hot car for her birthday. A really hot car. It's stolen. (laughs) Alright guys, let's get into this. Alright, so, of course, before we officially jump into the main episode. We have the wonderful cold open. And this is cute. It's a bit with Michelle and Nikki and Alex. Joey's calling them to dinner. And, of course, we see one of the twins is dressed up in a button-down shirt and a tie, like Danny. And the other twin is <laughs> Jesse, it's so big on him. You know how Jesse wears that leather, that black leather vest? It's literally falling off of his son's shoulders. It's like barely on him and it's just so cute. Now you look sharp.
0: Thank you. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
0: oh,
2: there you
3: are, boys. Hey, 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 come on, it's time to eat. Oh, very classy. Nikki. who are you supposed to be? That's my daddy. Oh, I guess you still have a little problem with that Windsor knot, eh?
0: <laughs>
3: and who are you supposed to be, Alex?
0: He's
3: Uncle Jesse. <laughs> well, Michelle, you've got Uncle Jesse and you got Daddy? I'm starting to feel a little left out here.
0: I didn't forget you. Okay.
2: Oh, come in. We're not hockey helmet. Well, at the bike helmet. And a jersey. Oh, come on, Joey. Don't feel insulted. (laughs) So, okay. Nikki's dressed up like Danny. And Alex is dressed up like Uncle Jesse. And Joey's feeling a little left out. And Michelle's like, oh, I didn't forget you. And, of course, Michelle motions for Comet, who comes between the two beds, wearing a red and white jersey, just like Joey, representing Detroit Red Wings. And he's wearing, Comet's wearing a white helmet. It's a bike helmet, but still. I mean, he's basically representing Joey as a hockey player, because Joey's big on hockey. Come on, Joey, you really thought Michelle would forget you. No. All the three guys are represented by the children and the dog. And that's pretty much it. You know, it's a quick one and done cold open. It's cute. I like, you know, how they're involving Michelle with the twin. It's kind of funny because, you know, how DJ would dress up Stephanie, you know, when it came to like, oh, the first day of school, Stephanie was nervous and <laughs> she was dressing up Stephanie and this old this party dress. It was just cute. And then, of course, you know, the girls would, like, play dress-up with Michelle. And now it's like Michelle's getting her turn with Nikki and Alex. It's just, it's so cute! In about the three girls, DJ Stephanie and Michelle, Stephanie's the only one that I believe only gets one birthday on the show, her 10th birthday. But... DJ gets her 13th birthday, and her- I'm guessing this will be- would this be her sweet 16? Maybe she turns 16 before Kimmy does. I'm just kind of thinking about that. Well, let me me look at the thing here. Let's see. Is it season 6? So, oh, um, no, Kimmy turns 16. Before DJ does. Because Birthday Blues is episode 14 of season 6. And then Grand Gift Auto is episode 20. so But anyway. Yeah, and Michelle. Michelle gets two birthdays. She gets the greatest birthday on earth. The greatest birthday birthday show on earth. And then she also has the Happy Birthday Babies Part 1. Oh, part 1. 2-ish. Um... Yeah, and poor Stephanie only gets one. Eh, I wish I could have given Stephanie one more birthday. Maybe like her 13th birthday. That would have been cute. That would have been cute. So, after the intro, we're in the kitchen. We got Stephanie working on schoolwork. We got Michelle hanging out next to her the kitchen table. Joey comes in. He is like a buzz with news. He is so pumped. He's so excited. Like, oh my gosh. How's it going? Oh my gosh. DJ, where are you? I have big, big news, everybody. He is so excited. You'd think it were his birthday. <laughs> I was just thinking, remember the episode Stephanie Gets Framed? I think that's in season five? Season five or four? hold on. You know being a full house fanato here, aficionado, I should uh, have this uh, co- committed to memory <laughs> but uh, <laughs> sometimes uh, the episode's timelines kind of get a smidgy widgy blurred. Let me see here Stephanie gets framed. We'll check season 5 first and okay so most likely it's going to be season 4 would be my guess. Come on. Where you at? Where you at? Stephanie gets framed. Season 4, episode 16. So, and she had those kind of, I haven't covered the episode yet, but she has those kind of thicker brown frames. By season 6, she's graduated to the gloriously beautiful gold-specked wire-rimmed glasses. Absolutely beautiful. Love them, love them. When Jeremy and I would watch that episode, we're just like, those are the frames she picked. Was the, um... Because I, I know that they have, like, adult glasses, and they also have, like, child you know, size, pre maybe pre-teenish ones, and maybe that was the best out of the... And not to mention, I mean, it depends on what type of in, you know, insurance the place takes, so that depends on you know, in your prescription what your insurance will cover so maybe they didn't cover the nicer I, I'm, I'm sorry Steph I'm sorry I'm not bagging on your glasses but these ones are gorgeous in season 6 I love them and I believe she does kind of go through the rest of the show you know 7-8 with those gold spec wireframes. wire frames I remember when I first got glasses and I wanted mine to kind of mm-hmm, stupid but I wanted to kind of resemble what Ben Seaver had on Growing paints They a really nice gold flecked with a little bit of, you know, brown mixed in. It was really, or no, not brown, more like a burning Anyway, never mind. All right, let's move on. We're talking about DJ here and her birthday. And Becky's like, wow, Joey, what's going on? I haven't seen you this excited since they brought back the McRib. And I gotta be honest, I'm not really a fan of the McRib. I'm not really big on, like, barbecue ribs. Just never been my forte, my go-to, move, you know, my go-to meats. Um, I'm going to compliment Joey's shirt. It's the de- And you do kind of see the denim shirt come around a bit with him. He's always got, like, different, like, patches on it. Like, this one has, like, on the front, just underneath the um pocket on the front has the front of a cow and then on the back of the shirt just to the right of joey's left elbow is the back of the cow and i think that is creative it's cute I mean, I could just think, like, you know, if you have a denim shirt, like, hey, I want kind of a iron patch. Like, oh, this one's cute. You know, or, oh my gosh, I would think it would be so cute to get one that's got, like, a kitten on it. And, like, um, you know, the one, you know, from the branches that's, like, hanging there or something cute like that. Or Well, no, come on, you know me. It's gonna be a kitten and, like, or a cat in a book. Um, I did show on the social media for the podcast Um, I did manage to find the calendar of all calendars it's like I've been waiting my whole life for this particular type of calendar to come out and it's cats and books cats like on bookshelves and like sitting on a opened book and just it's it's beautiful it's everything I could ever want in a calendar so I'm excited for 2021 I mainly kind of want to get 2020 over with it's not been a good year so well, everyone is just coming in. Danny's coming in from the living room. We got Kimmy and DJ coming from upstairs. And here comes Steve. He's got an apple. He's a wrestler. He's got to keep up that stamina. And of course, Jesse also comes in. And Joey's like, hey, you're ready for your birthday gift? Your birthday present? And DJ's like, more? Because basically it's been a whole day of celebrating DJ. Have you ever had that where somebody is celebrating, like, cr- made it a whole day full of activity? Oh, okay, He took her to a, ho- a hockey game. Which, I was just thinking about that the other day. Which is kind of funny because that's how Candace Cameron met her husband Val is through Dave Coulier. He took her to a hockey game. She met Val Beret, and he said, I, I think how it went possibly is may- he he watched Full House. Like I thought, like, don't quote me on it. It could be 100% wrong, but I guess he would watch Full House, and that's how he learned to, you know, learn English and stuff. Like Possibly. Possibly. And I just, I think that is so that's so cute and so sweet like he grew you know watching her and stuff on full house and just uh, and and just this that you know joey took her to a hockey game in real life that's how you know dave coulier took her to a hockey game and she met her husband and just it's cute i just i like that oh he says oh well that was just (laughs) to take your mind off the fact that i didn't get you a real birthday gift so he leads them all out into the backyard, and Joey is just like, our mouth stretched like, happy sixteenth birthday, and we see this red Corvette. I get, I don't know my cars. Um, it's really cool. It's got like one of Is it kind of like a T top type of thing where it's shaped like the top part shaped like a T. Um. And it's got a yellow bow on it, which, I mean, it's red. If it weren't a red car, if it were, like, say, a black car, it would probably have a red bow on it. You always see in the commercials, like, especially around the holidays, all those car commercials always have, oh, let's get you a new car, you graduated college, or you're going to college, let's get you a car, here's a big old red bow on it, or a white bow, and it's just... Do people really do that? <laughs> never in the times that I had gotten cars. I'd never gotten a new car. Um, never was there a bow put on it. Like, ha- Have any of you ever had that experience where your family member or parent has bought you a car for either your birthday or a graduation gift or, oh, you graduated college or something to that effect and put a bow on it? If that has happened, email me at o-m-h-c-f-h-f-h-podcast at gmail.com. I want to know. And DJ's reaction is just like, every girl. go, ah! Sorry, I didn't mean to hurt your ears. <laughs> but, oh my goodness. Now, you would get that reaction from me if you gave me the library from the animated 1991 Disney classic Beauty and the Beast. You would get that scream from me. A hundred percent. <laughs> She's like, It's a red car. She runs over to it. She goes to hug Joey. It's my red car. <laughs> Danny does not look happy. He's just like, I didn't authorize this. <laughs> and he even goes to Joey's like, Joey, when I talked to you about getting DJ a car, you know, I to like, pick it out with you know, with you and everything like that. You know, I even talked to Ralph Nader, which I guess he's a big like car guy, of course. Because he he never really got Stephanie or Michelle this magnitude. Because Michelle's like, wow, that's even cooler than what Joey gave me. And Stephanie's like, he gave you a yo-yo. Or no, wait, he gave you a slinky. And Michelle says, I said it was cooler. (laughs) Even, you know, the car enthusiast in the family, Jesse... It, he's the one that says, wow, a 77 Firebird. He's even really impressed. And of course, Kimmy takes no time to jump in that car. Like, oh yeah, this is like, soak it in, because this is as close as you're getting to a car like that ever. I love Becky here, because the twins are like, car, car. And she's like, yes, it's a very nice car. You be nice to Joey, and maybe he'll get you those diamond earrings. you, I mean, I've been wanting, or I, I mean, you've been wanting. <laughs> look angry he's just kind of a little surprised like joey this was not the plan
3: hey girls where's dj she's upstairs okay come on everybody dj come on let's go come on come on down. let's go joey what's going on i haven't seen you this excited since they brought back the mcrib (laughs) (laughs) becky i am way past the mcrib joey what is it okay come on come on you guys what Well, you ready for your birthday present? More? (coughs) Joy, you already took me to the hockey game. Well, that was just to take your mind off the fact that I didn't get you a real birthday present. Come on, let's go. Come on, everybody, let's go. Happy 16th birthday.
1: (laughs) Serious That's a very nice car, huh? And
4: nice huh? you be nice to Joey, okay? Because maybe for your birthday he'll get you
1: those beautiful diamond earrings I've <laughs> been wanting. Come on. There you go. Say,
2: bye-bye.
3: Say bye-bye, bye-bye, bye bye. Say bye bye, Joey. Bye bye, Bye bye. Steve, get in.
5: You mean I could eat in your car?
3: Sure. I love you. <laughs>
2: It's just an apple. What's he gonna get? Well, juice all over the interior? This
0: isn't cooler than what Joey got me for my birthday. And yeah. so, you got a slinky. <laughs> I said it was cooler.
5: <laughs> Joey, when I agreed to let you buy a DJ a car, I, I told you I wanted to pick it out with you. I mean, I bought all the consumer guides, I called Ralph
3: Nader. <laughs> I'm sorry, Danny, but it was a great car and a great deal, and the woman who was selling it had another offer coming in, so I had to jump on it.
0: Joey, I love this car. The power (laughs) windows, the stereo, the T tops.
3: And don't forget to tell your dad about the seat belts, the padded dash, and trash bags front and rear. Well,
1: I love it all, and I promise I'll be really careful.
3: Trash bags
5: front and rear. I know you'll be careful. Enjoy the car.
3: Uh, Joey, you just made one new driver really happy. <laughs> well, thanks, Danny. You know, I couldn't love DJ anymore if she were my own daughter.
0: Kimmy, <laughs> mm-hmm. Steve, I'll go get my license and we'll cruise.
1: Do you people have any idea how good I look with my hair flowing in the wind? None whatsoever. <laughs>
3: you mind if i start her up oh no (coughs) she's in great shape really cherry see the little old lady who sold it to me only drove it don't tell me on sundays to church no actually it was wednesdays to electrolysis (coughs) yeah (coughs) uh, look at this high gloss paint job this car is absolutely perfect except for this little speck on the windshield which of course we'll take care of right now
2: Ew. that looks like chocolate syrup. That doesn't look like oil. Someone throw some Hershey's the thing is this car runs great. How did he get it there without it overheating? look
3: at the car of course I.
2: Joey.
4: looks like the battery's about ten years old. The fan belt looks loose and Whatever this gum is holding together.
5: let Looks like putty. Why do I let you out without adult supervision? <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm going to tell DJ
5: she was so darn happy. Mm, sorry, Joey. You know what? I think I can fix it. You think? I don't want to drive in a car that's going to break down
4: all the time. Not me either. It's, you know, it's not one big thing. It looks like a bunch of little things. And the, you know what? There'll be no problems in the skilled hands of Mr. Good Hair. Don't you mean
5: Mr. Goodwrench? No. <laughs> uh, can you stall DJ while I work on this things? Stall me? ain't <laughs> hey, no problem. You know what I'll do? I'll tell her about my first car. What a cream puff that thing was! Wow, push button transmission, Scotch the floor mats, AM radio. You want range? You gotta go AM. Remember one time I was just you know cruising around, picked up windmucking the back, and stalled them nice.
2: us. <laughs> so DJ is like practically in the driver's seat, and she's like, Steve, get in. And he's like, I can eat in your car? Because he's still holding that apple. And she's like, of course you can eat in my car. He's like, I love you. I'm just thinking, it's an apple. What? What's he going to do? Get apple like juice all over? I mean, come on. You're going to get the seeds? On, don't, don't worry. It's, Joey, as he pointed out, there is a little litter bag at the front of the car and in the back seat. So, you're covered. Put an apple core in there. You're good. That's the thing about apples. I mean, I don't really eat apples hardly at all. I love apple slices. But the thing is, that juice, that's like if you're holding the apple, you're eating it, And, you know, the apple off, like, goes down your hand or whatever. That is sticky. It is, st- it's sticky. Definitely, you're going to want, like, a little wet nap or something with you. Especially if you don't have a kitchen sink nearby. But one thing I want to mention, I really love Steve's shirt. It's like denim on the shoulders and kind of the the front. And then it's got like different colored stripes of like kind of a light mint green. You got like tangerine orange, canary yellow, you know, sky blue, peach. And it's just... Really, it's a, it's like denim up top. And then the sleeves and the collar are kind of a nice, like, uh, peach kind of color. Kind of a, yeah. Maybe, maybe even more of a salmon color. But I really, so far, he is definitely in the running for best outfit of the episode. I do also, I know that Kimmy tends to dress a little kooky, but that's Kimmy. We love how she dresses, right? Well, most of the time. She's got, um... I think it's green leggings and an or a like long-sleeved green shirt that kind of goes down to her knees which is also pretty cool. And she's got like a matching like orange headband that kind of matches too. DJ of course rocking the 90s flannel shirt with the hood interesting? It seems like a lot of just about almost everyone seems to be wearing denim. Well kind of. Michelle is wearing this denim jacket with like the sleeves are like rose print and of course Stephanie has got a black headband goes great with her like royal blue turtleneck and then she's got a blue-green plaid vest on, which I think it's alright. I do like Stephanie's earrings, though. They're really nice. They're like metal mixed with... Like little, like, stone... Like, maybe, um, Native Americanish stones? I'm not sure. Something. But I like them. They're cool. Of course, Michelle goes over to it and says, Wow, this is even cooler than what Jerry Jared- I almost said Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy got Michelle a birthday gift. He got her a slinky. No, Joey got her a slinky. Like, this is cooler than what Joey got me for my birthday. And this is where Stephanie's like, he got you a slinky. And I love Michelle looks at Stephanie like, I said it was cooler. This is what I don't understand. J- Danny kind of pulls Joey aside and says, you know, Joey, when I agreed to let you buy DJ a car... Why would you agree to let your best friend buy your daughter a car? That just, it doesn't seem right. Especially with Joey. Whereas, I mean, yes, he's on Rush Hour Renegades. Yes, he's a comedian. But Danny is the one that is really the main breadwinner of the family. You know, he and Rebecca both. They're on the talk show. But still, it doesn't make any sense why he would let his friend buy his daughter daughter a car. He's like, I wanted to go and look at cars with you. You know, I even I got brochures. He even says he bought consumer guides. He called Ralph Nader. And Joey's like, well I kinda had to jump on this. I mean it was the a great deal. The car's great and the lady said I had another she had another offer coming in, so I had to jump on it. And like I said, this is one of those things where people can be really shifty, especially, you know, when it comes to private owner sales, I mean, a couple of my cars were through private owners, you know, just something you're looking for, just a car to get you from A to B until you can eventually afford to get something better you're not really looking at a whole lot. It's just, you need a vehicle. That's where when you're dealing with a private owner, it just, think there's things that they could be hiding. Cause you, what are you gonna say? I want the car to be inspected by somebody before I buy it? No. DJ of course breaks in like, oh Joey, I love this car. The power steering, the power windows. The stereo, the T-tops, which I'm guessing that's what this is, a T-top. And this is where Joey adds the trash bags front and rear. Because he knows with Danny, Joey knows with Danny being, you know, the clean guy that he is, that, that that's another Ace in the hole for Danny. He'll be impressed by that. Like maybe that'll ease his mind because there's little trash bags the front and rear of the vehicle. The seat belt- Oh, he's going and talking about other things. The seat belts. The padded dash. Well, most cars I would hope would come with seat belts. As far as the padded dash, I mean. Does that mean, like, maybe it's got a, I don't, th- if it's a 71, I don't think it's got an airbag in it. Does it? I don't, I don't think, mm, I don't know. So, and DJ's like, I promise I'll be careful. And he's like, Joy, really? Trash bags front and rear? And Joy's like, yep. He's like, alright, and he hugs DJ, like, alright, honey, I know you'll be careful, enjoy the car. And Danny's like, you know, Joey, you just made one new driver really happy. And Joey here puts an arm around DJ and kind of kisses the side of her forehead and says, you know, Danny, I couldn't love DJ anymore unless she was my real daughter. Okay, okay. I'm looking at Kimmy's outfit now. This is actually what she's wearing is more of a tangerine colored sweat sweatshirt ish but she's got like a lime green shirt underneath now the woven headband that she's got it's actually it's not orange there might be orange in it but there's also blue purple and kind of a magenta and yellowish colors multicolored multicolored so of course she pops up there it's like do any of you know how great i look with my hair flowing in the wind so DJ's like, all right, I'm going to get my license and we'll cruise. No one's bothered to take the bow off the car yet, of course. But I'm just kind of thinking about this. The fact that Joy just brought the car home is not registered. The car is not registered in DJ's name. It's still in the name of the previous owner. So can you imagine D- if DJ were, if they were to go and just take the car out? and they got pulled over by the cops how are they going to explain when that lady says this car is stolen what you going to do take all three of the girl the you know DJ Kimmy and Steve to jail and um, i mean There's no way for them to prove that it isn't stolen because there will be nothing there. Not to mention she doesn't have registration or title or any of that stuff for that vehicle. So it's like, I would be holding off until you're taking it. Because that is one of those things you, you're not just going to, oh, I'm going to drive this car. It's like, well, is it registered to you? Then you're not going to be driving it. Not to mention, think about it, that's a 71. That's, as Jesse said, a classic car, right? And she's a first-time driver. Do you know how expensive first-time drivers are on a parent's insurance? I can only imagine how much. My goodness. Well, Kimmy also has orange earrings. Would you go with her orange sweatshirt? She's got kind of her lipstick, too. it's, It's not orange, but it's kind of a... I guess what you call it, maybe a fuchsia-ish color. When she's like, "Do you people have any idea how great my hair looks flowing in the wind?" And Jesse's like, "No idea whatsoever." So Jesse, of course, wants to start the car up, like see how it runs. And Joy's like, "Yeah, sure. I mean, she's in primo condition, very cherry, really." Because as soon as Jesse turns the car on. High gloss paint job. And the little old lady that he bought the car from only drove it and Dan's like, let me guess, on Sundays to church. And Joey's like, no, actually it was on Wednesdays to electrolysis. And Joey's talking about how she's purring like a kitten in this high gloss paint job. I'm sure she just ran it through a car wash. I don't think she spent weekends like polishing it with wax in a bikini. So, Joey's saying how the car is absolutely perfect, except, except for a little speck on the windshield, which has Jesse like, oh, don't worry, I got this. He turns on the windshield wipers. And the wiper fluid, which should have window washer fluid in it, right? No. It has oil coming out of it. What? But the oil actually looks like someone just put some Hershey's chocolate syrup in the thing. Because that's what literally looks like it's coming out of there. That does not look like oil. Honestly, now that I think about it, either it looks like chocolate syrup or it looks like soy sauce. (laughs) And Joey's like kind of shrugging that off like, oh, that's okay. But, um, anyway, the important thing is that the car runs great. Well, he must have gotten it there by driving it, did he not? How did he get to the bank? Drive his car, walk to the bank, and he just got this car. and like, okay, I'm driving it away now. Bye! So, if that were the case, that car would have done that unless it's one of those things where it doesn't do, like, it doesn't mess up until you're, like, not in the mechanics or something. Because he's like, oh, it's great. runs great and everything. So obviously he must have started it up and drove it there. Now the engine is smoking. Because you can see smoke kind of up, curling up from the-, the hood. Like, oh, for heaven's sake. And Danny right away is like, Joey, didn't you have a, me- a mechanical look at the car? And Joey's like, of course I didn't. Luckily, we got Mr. Goodhair here to check everything out because, you know, he works on the motorcycles. How different can a car be, right? Remember the times that Danny would ask him to, like, work on his car? Yeah. So just by looking at things, Jesse can really pinpoint, like, looks like the battery's 10 years old, fan belt looks loose, and Jesse pulls what literally looks like silly putty even though it's supposed to be gum, like, whatever this gum was holding together at one point isn't doing its job anymore. Danny just turns and looks at Joey glowering, and I'm like, why do I let you out without adult supervision? And Joey, of course, is more worried about DJ's reaction because, you know, she was just so happy. You know, she's gonna be crushed. I'd be more worried about the fact that you just dumped however much money. I don't think we ever learned how much he spent on this car. But ugh, I'd be ang. Oh, I would be hunting down that woman. I would be hunting her down. He's like, "Give me my money back." I'll sue you. Jesse pretty much thinks like, you know what? I I can just take a look at it and kind of see what we got going on here. Danny, of course, is like, you know, I don't want DJ driving something that's going to be breaking down all the time. Which is understandable. I mean, she's still going to school. She probably wants to take the car to school, show it off for her friends. And, you know, especially show off for Kathy Santoni. You know how she likes to, you know, put it to Kathy Santoni. And just, you know, it's not one big thing. It looks like a bunch of little things. But the fact that Jesse was being able to pop the hood and just say, okay, it looks like the battery's about 10 years old, it looks like the fan belt is loose, and something to do with, you know, the gum holding something together. But just the fact that he could easily diagnose just, uh, you know, by sight, I mean, that's pretty good. I remember um, when I was, was I 18? driving that old mobile Achieva, which is kind of funny because um, when I started working at Hollywood Video, Jeremy also drove an Achieva, which is, if that's not a love connection, I don't know what is. <laughs> the fact that you're both driving, like, the same type of car. But anyway, um, one time the power steering had kind of, it didn't go out completely, but it made the wheel impossible to turn. I just remember gripping it and just ugh, trying to make it turn. Oh, it was so difficult. Jesse, of course, is wearing a plain white t-shirt, v-neck t-shirt, with, and he's sporting two gold cross necklaces. Because we know that Jesse definitely, he loves his necklaces. So, of course, Jesse's like, hey, Danny, do you think you could stall DJ while we work on this? Like, we don't really want to give her a heads up that there's something going on with the car. We can just take care of it, and then pretend like nothing happened. So Danny's like, yeah, I could tell her about my first car that I had. I think going on about, like, the AM stations and how great they are. Actually, I haven't listened to the radio in ages in my car, but now that I moved down here, I'm just like, okay, I want to check out, like, you know, the radio stations down here. So I was able to search, like, what radio stations are down here in Texas? And just like, okay, so I was just... I was, you know, driving following Jeremy, and I'm like, here, just let me hit the Seek Scan, just press the link buttons What's this, this country, okay, this is like easy listening, this is like the hits of the 80s, 90s, and today, and stuff like that. So get, you know, a variety of different types of music, and so I think there might have been some Spanish music too, which is awesome, because I definitely want to get, uh, I want, I, I like a, a mix of different music. Oh, yeah, Danny refers to his first car as a cream puff. What does that mean? Like it was good or it was a garbage car? He seems happy with it. He's going on about the virtues of his car, saying scotch guarded floor mats, push button transmission, and radio, which apparently is a Shiznet. I love the look that Joey and Jesse share when. Danny is just professing his love of AM. Like, you want range, you go AM. Like, I just remember, like, my grandma, when she would pick me up when I was a teenager, she'd always be listening to, like, 1, 1300 AM, which is that talk radio. And I always, as soon as I get in the car, I'm like, can I change the radio station? Whenever I get in the car with someone, we'd be like, i right along. Can I change the radio station? Like, I'd be, like, so nervous. Like, you think I could listen to something else? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'd be so shy because they don't know if someone's going to say no right away. So if you're like, is it okay if I change the channel? Or I'll, I'll even do that with Jeremy. Like, can I watch something else? <laughs> So Danny's about ready to go into this long story about this one time where he was cruising around. And Jesse finally jumps in there and is like, stall her, not us. Thank you. Oh, he's talking about a, a station that he picked up. He said something about Wigananum, Nevada or something. Of course, Danny's way of stalling DJ Steve and Kimmy. Is by playing his guitar. Now, clearly Bob Saget plays a guitar because you do see him like almost every opportunity he can. He's pulling out that guitar, singing. There's like this clear candy dish on the coffee table, and there's like a fake floral arrangement in a little basket. But I swear I'm gonna play this clip, guys, because this song's gonna get stuck in your head forever. You will never be able. It's gonna be like that. How's that one song go? John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt! His name was my name too. Whenever I go out, the people always shout there goes John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt. da 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 See, now it's gonna get stuck in your head. Just like this song. Beep, 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 or, 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 beep, beep.
1: <laughs> Okay, now just the boys. Beep 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 <sighs> or, 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 beep, beep, beep. Alright, <laughs> Stop. Baby, baby. Joey, stop. Yeah. Give, uh, give me the
4: socket
3: wrench, will you? Okay. I'm on it. Socket wrench. <laughs> socket wrench. Okay. Socket wrench. Socket wrench. Sock wrench. man's best
2: friend. I thought Comet could do it over you, Joey. That's pretty sad. <laughs> hey. Yeah,
3: Jess? I found the socket, all right? You wrench.
2: did not. Don't take credit you know from comment. The found it. coming What the heck? You don't drop a tool on someone's Next head. You drop on my
3: head and
4: you conveniently inserted up your nose.
2: Yeah.
3: I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll the right
2: tool this time. <clears throat> oh my gosh, Joey. Car, huh? okay. All
3: right, I her wit. Okay.
2: Oh, right in the face with that chocolate bar. I think he's about ready to laugh. Oh, God.
3: Oh. oh. Oil soaked, but brilliant. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah.
4: You know, earlier when I asked you to change the oil filter up, might have you forgotten to say, uh, tighten it down.
3: <laughs> well, uh, uh, judging by your. Uh, Face. I'd, I'd say that's a distinct possibility, yes. Hi
1: Something
3: wrong with the car? Oh, no, <laughs> couldn't be better. Runs great. Fine.
4: You
2: bought a lemon, huh? <laughs> oh, Stephanie. I would be
4: fine if I could just get back to work here. Now, I need some help. Uh, Steph, can you get me another shirt?
2: Just Consider it done. Thanks. You just, you're the one that's already dirty. Oh, my God, the beep, beep, beep song is going to get in your head forever, I swear it. It's just, how long has he been doing that? I'm surprised that Kimmy and Steve are like, you know, just give us a call when the car is running. You're, like, sitting behind the wheel and we'll come over. Because I can't take any more of this. We got Jesse working on the car, and, of course, he wants a socket wrench. Comments right there, knows the exact tool, picks it up. And Joey's like, oh, socket wrench. Thank you. And he stands up and goes and drops the tool. Which, Jesse's under the car. And this tool, this socket wrench thing is like long and how is that fitting? I don't know how it does, but it ends up hitting Jesse in the face. And apparently that's not the only tool that Joey dropped on Jesse's head. It's like, I don't like the idea of... I mean, I would never change own oil in my car. I don't like the idea of being underneath my car. That would stress me out to no end. You just you hear the stories about things happening, and I know sometimes you know people are like, "Oh, that's like a one in a five hundred thousand chance that that would happen." It's like, yeah, but it would still it could still happen. I can't believe Joey was gonna take credit for Comet's work. I'm like, you don't take credit from Comet. That's not fair. You couldn't even find that tool and come and found it in like five seconds. So, <laughs> of course, Jesse has Joey start the car up, and all of a sudden, it starts spewing oil into Jesse's face. And Jesse is just dabbing, you know, this oil, which it this time it does look like Hershey's syrup in his face. And Jesse's like, Remember when you change the oil filter? To, to, you know, one thing you forgot maybe to, uh, oh, I don't know, tighten it down, and J- Joey's like, oh, well, Jessie, just by your oil-soaked face, I'd say you're correct. So, Stephanie comes out. She knows what's up. It's like, how's the car? And Joey's like, oh, it's great. Couldn't be better. And I love Stephanie's response, like, you bought a lemon. <laughs> and Jesse's like, it's fine. Look, I just need to make some adjustments real quick. Steph, can you get me another shirt? And the last time Jer- Jeremy and I watched this episode, he's like, why does he need another shirt? The shirt's already dirty. Why are you going to dirty another shirt? It makes no sense, right? It's just get the finish what you're doing with the shirt, pop it in the dirty hamper, and just get another shirt. This, otherwise, you're going to get two shirts that are dirty. And that's more laundry than Bucky, Becky really needs to be doing. That's just more work that nobody needs to do. So we go back into the living room. Danny is still serenading the kids with beep 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 beep. beep. The horn goes beep beep beep, and I'm with Camila. Like, Shoot me! Can't take this no more. Steve finally breaks and I'm like, look, Mr. Tanner, we're pretty beeped out. DJ's like, Dad, when can I have my car? And he's, dude, he's like, in a minute, honey, in a minute. He's they're still kind of you know cleaning it. <laughs> like uh huh. He's like. Joey's probably going over to the seats with a can of armor roll and a Q-tip. Lucky duck. Ugh. So, <laughs> all at once, DJ, Steve, and Kimmy rise up off their seats. And Danny's like, wait a minute! Uh, look, look, look! Who's coming through the door into the living room? It's Becky, Michelle, and the boys! <laughs> uh. And Danny's like, say, hi, I'm Becky. And they're all like, hi, I'm Becky. Like, hi. And Becky's like, look, uh, Joey and Jesse need a few more minutes to uh, wash the car, and yeah. So she asks any of the kids, like, hey, you want to help me and Michelle put Nikki and Alex down for the NAP? But apparently Nikki and Alex know what NAP stands for, because they're like, no nap. And Michelle's like, I think they got it figured O-U-T. It's all about spelling this up in this scene. Danny's like, yeah, but you know it would be fun. And DJ's like, driving my new car? And Danny's like, in a minute. In a minute, honey. So, to stall even longer, <laughs> Danny has Michelle show DJ Steve and Kimmy what she and Nikki and Alex have been working on. She's like, we're starting a band. It's called Michelle, Nikki, and Alex. And Kimmy's like, wow, must have taken you a long time to come up with that name. Oh my goodness. So they're singing like Pop Goes the Weasel. The boys are on that little paper drum set that they were on in the season six opener, Come Fly With Me. Michelle is on the kazoo. One of the most annoying instruments in the world. Baby. Joey, yeah. Give me the socket wrench, please. Okay. I'm on it. Socket wrench.
3: Socket wrench. Okay. Socket wrench. (laughs) Socket wrench, man's best friend Oh, look, the paper boy Yeah, Jess, I found the socket wrench One socket wrench coming at ya
4: Ow! Next tool you drop on my head will be permanently inserted up your nose I'm sorry, at least I dropped the
3: right tool this time Just start the car, huh? Okay. All right, let her rip. Okay.
1: Brilliant! Jess, you are
3: brilliant. Oh. Oh. Oil soaked, (laughs) but brilliant.
4: when I asked you to change the oil filter up. Might have you forgotten to say, uh, tighten it down.
3: Well, uh, uh judging by your, uh, your face, I'd, I'd say that's a distinct possibility, yes.
1: Hey guys,
0: something wrong with the
3: car? Oh, no, couldn't be better. It runs great. Fine.
0: You bought a lemon, huh? Look, the car's
4: would be fine if I could just get <coughs> back to work here. Now, I need some help. Uh, Steph, can you give me another shirt?
0: Consider it done.
4: Thanks.
3: Is there anything I can do? Somebody, Beep. 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 Somebody Beep. shoot me. <laughs>
5: Look, Mr. Tanner, we're all pretty beeped out. Dad, yeah, where can I have my car? I-, I told you in a little while. Right now, the guys are-, are cleaning it. Joey's probably going over the seats with a can of armor on and a Q-tip. Lucky duck. <laughs> wait, wait. Um. Look who's coming, it's, uh, Aunt Becky with Michelle and the boys. Say okay, hi, hi, Aunt Becky.
0: Hi, Aunt Becky. Hi, guys.
4: Uh, listen, Jesse and Joey need a few more minutes to wash the car. So, um, does anyone want to help me and Michelle put Nikki and Alex down for their NAP?
5: <laughs> yeah, NAP time.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. O-U-T.
5: Yeah, but you know what would be F-U-N?
0: Driving my car? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know why. But first,
5: Michelle, why don't you show DJ what you and Nikki and Alex have been working on?
0: We're starting a band. It's called Michelle, Nikki, and Alex. Hmm, Must have taken a long time to come up with that name. (laughs) Okay,
5: Michelle. Here you go. Hit
0: it. Okay, boys. Pop goes weasel and C. And one...
2: He her eyes, <laughs> that would give anyone a
1: migraine.
2: <laughs> I didn't think she'd blow the kazoo from the right end either. Yeah, it really didn't even look like she was blowing the kazoo from the right end, like. The the hole that you're supposed to put, you know, in your mouth is the is the smaller end and the bigger one is which what puts up the noise. I don't know. I just <laughs> love Danny's like, what the heck is a mulberry bush? And you just see Kimmy just rolling her eyes to the heavens. Like I could be anywhere else right now. <laughs> but hey, at least the only person that actually gets a ride in the car other than Joey and Jesse is Stephanie. So, yeah, they're back in the car into the backyard, which, how are they doing that? I'll never know. Um, <laughs> how will they get any car? How? 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 Just how? I don't know. But they're back in the car. Up. Jesse's finally satisfied. The car is actually purring like a kitten. Thank goodness. And you just cut to the porch as Danny is just, like, hanging on by a thread here. He's like, wait, 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 don't go yet! Like, Michael, roll the boat ashore. Hallelujah. And Eric just filing out into the back. Like, no, no more. We can't take it. We want to see the car. Luckily, Jesse is just like, Danny, it's fine. (laughs) And Danny's like, don't you want to hear the next verse? And I love Kimmy's line. She's like, we didn't want to hear the first verse. (laughs) Priceless.
4: she's probably like a kid. Wait, kids, not yet! <laughs> Michael, roll oh, the ball. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay,
5: we're ready. Thought so you guys want to hear the last verse?
1: I didn't want to hear the first verse. <laughs>
5: and the lady,
2: your
4: chariot awaits. Finally.
2: Oh, looks like they ran through a car wash, too. Took the well, ball.
3: Well, I am so excited for you. I'm gonna buy you your first tank of gas. <laughs> well, uh, How about your first gallon? Let's
1: start her up. Yes.
2: Yes. Are you kidding me? Was she was hanging out there waiting for them to start the car up? Why didn't she nab Jesse and Joey on the road?
4: (coughs) Alright, guys. Let me handle this.
2: Dan, Chelsea, just Afternoon, sir. St- step back. Oh, <laughs> ho, a lady. Oh, lady. <laughs> okay, hi. Uh, well, that's an officer, or, or should I
1: call you uh, Officerette? <laughs> back off. Anyone else want to hand to you? <laughs> <laughs> Whose car is this? It's mine, officer.
4: I, uh, I gave it to her for her birthday. Is there a problem? There won't be if you all keep your hands where I can see them and back away from the
1: vehicle. <laughs> Except you.
2: (laughs) The one who bought the car. You'll have to
3: answer a few questions. This
4: car is
2: stolen. So, Jessie escorts DJ to her chariot, her car. She starts it up. Starts up great, no issues. And I love how Jesse, Danny, and Joey are like, yes. And as soon as she starts it up, it's like, that cop was waiting for that. And I'm just thinking, how did Jesse and Joey not get pulled over? Because they just put it in the backyard. So... And you don't know it's a lady at first because her helmet is hiding her curly hair. And she's wearing sunglasses. Jesse, of course, I don't know whether he, th- I mean, his bravado here with this, like, uh, let me handle this. It's like, do you have a lot of run-in with cops and you just schmooze them over with your Elvisy looks and velvety voice? I don't know. He didn't know that that was a lady until after she took her helmet off. Immediately, as soon as the officer gets off the bike, DJ is out of the car. And the fact that Steve and Kimmy are still in the car the whole time, they're like sitting on top of the driver and passenger seat. As soon as Jesse walks over there, he's like, afternoon, sir. L- Jesse swagger as he just walks over there. And as soon as he says, afternoon, sir, she lifts off her helmet and these curls come tumbling, pouring down around her face and back. I love the audience reaction like, whoa. <laughs> like they were just as surprised as Jesse to realize it's a lady and not a man. <laughs> he, he's just kind of like, oh, you're a lady. <laughs> like mistake. Okay, well, listen, officer, or should I call you officerette? And she just looks at him and says, back off. She looks like definitely she has had issues with men trying to wheeze a lot of a ticket or just she or probably even a lot of the garbage she probably has to go through down at the station you know as being a a female cop she probably has to work twice as hard to prove like she's just as as good as a man cop and everything I don't know. But she is not taking Jesse's guff at all. It's like, buddy, you think you're macho and everything. You are still dealing with the cop. Jesse immediately relinquishes power to Danny or Jesse. Or uh, Danny or Joey, excuse me. Like, any, either of you want to handle this? I mean, technically Joey should be the one speaking to her. Because she's one to know, like, who's the owner of this car? And DJ's like... I am officer, and Joey right away speaks up. Like I bought it for for her birthday. Is something wrong? And she's like, "Well, if everyone keeps their hands where I can see them, it'll be fine." And then she says, "This car is stolen," and you, you just say, I "Really? What? What?" And Joey's look of it's almost like. He was expecting that to come up at some point. Just like he wasn't that surprised. Like, just the expression on his face was like, "Oh, <laughs> uh. so, yeah." There's Jesse and Joey and Danny standing there, and she wants to talk to, you know, Joey. But of course, she says you, and they're all kind of pointing like, "Who? Me? Me?" And I love how G- Jesse and Danny lay back so far away from. Joy, like, oh, we don't want to be, uh, close to a possible criminal. So you're already kind of involved since the car is in your backyard. He says, you'll have to answer a few questions. This car is stolen. Just a look on DJ's face, because her hands are up, too. I'm just thinking, at this point, Steve and Kimmy should have gotten out of the car. Like, as soon as she says, back away from the vehicle, they should have gotten out of the car. So, Becky is in the kitchen, I'm guessing she's helping Michelle with homework or something as the rest of the family files in through the back door into the kitchen from the backyard. They all have their hands up. And Becky, of course, has no idea what's been going on. Like, what's going on?
0: What's going on? You know the car Joey got me? The police think he stole it. What?
2: They're nuts. You want to repeat that, ma'am? (laughs) <laughs> oh, no. Not really.
1: <laughs> Once
4: again, I'll, uh, I'll handle
2: this. Chelsea, <clears throat> shut up. Officer, uh, you, don't need to
4: say anything. you know, I noticed you drove up a real nice motorcycle. I uh, drive a Harley Davidson myself. Who cares? Not me. <laughs>
0: exactly. Uh, no I'm one cares. Sit down. Yeah, sit down. Excuse me, are you really a police officer?
1: Yes, I am
0: because some of at school stole my eraser. Michelle, uh, who cares? Yeah, really? We've got bigger problems here. Joey stole a car! Steph? <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
3: you least...
2: Sure, yeah, whatever.
3: I didn't steal anything, okay? I-, I was at the bank and there was this little old lady with a for sale sign. Not on the little old lady, on the car. <laughs> We need proof of ownership. Do you have a pink slip?
4: Let me take another shot at this. No. <laughs> of course no, no, no. she has a pink slip. I mean, <clears> what <throat> kind of idiot buys a car without a pink slip? Joey, show her the pink slip. <clears throat> show her the pink slip. <laughs> she said she'd mail it.
2: Of course she did.
4: <laughs> <laughs> she, she said she'd mail it. Well, I mean, surely you you see the humor in
5: this whole situation.
2: <laughs> no, not really.
5: Me either. Again, I'm going to sit. Joey, um, do you have anything to prove to this nice officer that you actually bought this car? Well, uh, no.
3: I can describe the little old lady I bought it from. Oh, well, that's, that's great. That's we great. can describe oh, yeah. the little old lady. Yeah, uh, she was uh, she was little. And uh, she was old. And, and those eyes. I'll never forget those eyes. There were two of them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Joey!
3: Take me away
2: actually, oh, no, wait, 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 wait a
3: second. <laughs> I, I know this
5: looks bad. Real bad. Pretty much an open and shut case. But, but look, I have known Joy my entire life. He's my best friend. And officer, I can assure you, he's telling the truth. Sir, do you really expect me to believe
4: that a grown man would pay cash to a total stranger for a car and not get a pink slip?
5: Like I said, it's an open and shut case. <laughs>
4: Listen, officer. You, you know, I I see the problem here. The problem is, you, you look at Joey and you see a grown man, you know. But if you knew him, you, you know it ain't true. I don't follow. Well, then follow me. <laughs> come
2: on, come on. So yeah, Becky's like, what's going on? And DJ's like, you know the car Joey bought me. The police think Joey stole it. And of course, Becky's like, what? They're nuts. And the police officer just happens to be right behind Becky. He's like, you want to repeat that, ma'am? And Becky is is surprised. Like, "Uh, not not really. (laughs) And I'm just looking at Becky's hair. Season six, Becky's got kind of a reddish, like, honey gold colored hair. And it's interesting if you look at the officer, her hair is like literally the same color as Becky's hair this cop literally, with just a look, she can intimidate the heck out of you. Like, have your knees, like, trembling, like, "Ah, no! Ah, ah." So Jesse personally, like, once again, I'll take a crack at this. Like, Jesse, you just need to sit down. He's like, oh, well, I see you drive a nice uh, motorcycle out there. I drive a Harley Davidson myself. And the officer just looks at Jesse and is like, who cares? He's like, not me. Okay, I'll sit back down. Like, y- you're not helping yourself. Of course Michelle's like, excuse me, are you really a police officer? And she's like, yes I am. And Michelle's like, great, because someone at school stole my eraser. And Steph's like, Michelle, who cares? Joey stole a car. We got bigger problems. And i like, Danny's like, Steph? And Steph's like, I, I mean, he leased it. Like, no, he didn't. Oh my gosh! And, uh, I, I wanna play this again because listen to someone just is laughing their butt off at the when Michelle's like, somebody at school stole my eraser, just this person's like, ah <laughs> It's so funny. Good, because somebody at school stole my eraser. <laughs> Michelle It's funny because that when somebody says like Joey stole a car! I mean, he leased it. It's almost like she forgot she was standing in the presence of a police officer. It's like, this lady is, like, writing down everything you say. And it will be held against you. So you need to watch your words. Joey, of course, defends himself, saying, I, I didn't steal a thing. He-, he goes to explain the situation. I was at the bank. There's a little old lady with a for sale sign. Well, not on her, on the car. And... And right away, the officer wants to know about the proof of ownership. Do you have a pink slip? Did she give you one? And Joey's like, uh. And that's when Jesse decides to jump back in where he really shouldn't be. Like, of course, he got a pink slip. Joey, show her the pink slip. And he even grabs Joey's shirt oh, collar. Show her the pink slip. Joey, show her the pink slip. And Joey's like, she said she'd mail it. And... I agree with the officer. She was like, rolling her eyes to the heavens here. Like, you expect me to believe that a grown man would buy a car with cash and not get a pink slip? I was just thinking, she was by the bank, right? And Joey's not going to have... We don't even know how much the sale of the car even was. So he doesn't have a withdrawal slip of taking money out of the bank. That's what she was doing. She was there thinking somebody's going to come along, want the car, have to withdraw cash. And she's just going to say, I'll mail you the pink slip. Whereas then, anyone else is going to say, well, then I'm not buying your car because I... She did this. So basically, she got free money. She's calling and saying, somebody stole my car. I bet, anyway, she's trying to collect money on, you know, a stolen car, too. Oh, my gosh. Go to the bank. Go to the bank. Explain the situation. Clearly, somebody had to have seen this woman with this car out there, right? Somebody had to have seen something. There's got to be cameras, right? She must have went to the bank at some point. Come on. he doesn't even have a name for this lady. She could have made something up. So, oh my god. She saw Joey coming, man. I just—I feel bad for him. He got, you know... Yeah, That's big time taken advantage of. That is big time. And Danny's like, Joey, do you have any way to prove that you actually bought this car? That you actually own this car? And Joey's like, well, No. But I can describe the little old lady, which I guess that's helpful. And he's like, oh, she was little and she was old. And those eyes. I will never forget those eyes. There were two of them. And the lady just was like, she actually pulls out her handcuffs from behind her back. From her belt. Because Danny even jumps in to kind of defend Joey and says, you know, I mean, I know how this looks. Pretty much an open and shut case. Oh, Danny says, you actually have anything to prove to the officer that you actually bought the car? Didn't get a receipt. Doesn't have a withdrawal slip. Like I said, doesn't even have a withdrawal slip from the money he probably would have taken out from the bank. The police should have been called. That lady should have been asked to leave. You can't just sell a car on private, on someone else, on a business. I don't think you can. Especially not a bank. And that lady was pretty gutsy to pull something like that off. She'd been little and old, but she was mentally sharp as a tack then to pull the one over on a 30 something year old man. I didn't even say the color of her eyes. Were they blue? Were they hazel? Were they brown? Were they grey? Were they... who knows? Was she wearing glasses? Can you remember anything about the clothing she was wearing? Did she have an accent? He actually must have conversed with the lady. She didn't just hand, hold her hand and say, you know, put the money in my hand. He must have, I mean, come on. Unless he's like, oh, the sign says $1,700 for this vehicle. Okay, let me go, go to the bank and get the money. And But at least he must have asked for the pink slip because she said she'd mail it. So they did converse this all happened within this one day, so it's not like he got it from her a week ago. The details should still be fresh in his mind unless he was so excited that he just blocked out his entire meeting with this lady. Do he actually puts his hands out like, just take me away, because he feels like any everything he's saying it's pretty much going to be used against him anyway. It's going to keep digging him d- deeper and deeper within, you know, He actually pulls out the cuffs. Danny really isn't helping Joey at all. He's like, look, I know this looks bad. Or really bad. Pretty much an open and shut case. Danny's saying he's known Joey his entire life. Well, they've known each other since they were 10. So for the last 20 plus years. And he's like, look, I, I know Joey. He, I can assure you, he is telling the truth. He is, he is a good guy. And this is where the officer is just trying to wrap her head around this. You know, boggling her mind, really. Sir, do you expect me to believe a grown man would pay cash for a car and not get a pink slip? And Danny's like, like I said, open and shut case. So Jesse comes back up and he's like, look, officer, I I see your problem here. See, you you look at Joey and you see a grown man. (laughs) But but if you knew Joey, (laughs) you'd know it ain't true. And she's like, I'm not following. And this is where Jesse's like, Well, then follow me. So they go up to Joey's bedroom and kind of explain, kind of show the lady, the cop, all of Joey's stuff and trying to show like he's just kind of a, a big kid. He just wasn't in his right mind. You know, the judgment and everything like that as far as rationalism. They're almost. It seems like the picture that they are painting to this lady is that Joey is not, maybe not so much of a sound mind, not that, but more like, I guess, I don't want to say that they're making him sound like he's somehow mentally handicapped because he's not. Yes, he does act like a big kid. We get that. Yes, his judgment can sometimes be miscued, but I don't know. I mean, even me at 38, I mean, there are so many things out there that I don't understand, but that doesn't mean that I can't research things. And ta- or if I'm talking to someone I'm kind of not following what they're saying, if they're explaining something to me, I will ask them to kind of break it down a little more so I can understand it. If I feel like someone is being a little shifty with me, like they're trying to get something over on me, I am definitely going to pump the brakes and say, wait a minute, and I'm really, yeah, I'm not one to have someone take advantage of me. And I think what, you know, Becky says, and I'll get to that in a moment, with where Joey is such a a good guy and just he expects, you know, good intentions from other people. Sometimes the idea that somebody could, you know, pull the wool over his eyes is, you know, it's not, he's not expecting, because he wouldn't do that to someone else. He really doesn't expect someone to try to take advantage of him. I can see where Joey gets upset because he feels like his family has kind of painted him as a bit of a simpleton like he's a big goof he doesn't take anything seriously and he just kind of walked into this trap with his eyes closed
4: now I ask you officer does this look like the room of a a hardened criminal (laughs) I give you uh, I give you exhibit A look at this
3: a Scooby-Doo nightshirt. Uh, right Give me that. I didn't buy it. It came with the bubble bath.
4: <laughs> you see, would a guy steal a car, come home, take a nice bubble bath, and put on a Scooby-Doo nightshirt? I
5: think not. Yes, <laughs> please, cut me a break here. What's the point of this? Officer, the point is that the Joey is just a sweet, innocent, goofy guy who's, uh, who's just a child at heart.
0: Yeah, he starts off every day with a Three Stooges chewable vitamin. It's true. Here they are. See? Whoop, 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 have Joey even has Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle slippers.
3: <laughs> they make those in the, no, the slippers.
0: This is Michelangelo. No, it's not. It's Leo. And I don't know who this is because Comet bit his head off. It's Leonardo.
4: You see, Officer, Joey is a fair and, and trusting man. I mean, like a big kid. I mean, he would never rip anybody off, so he would never expect anyone to rip him off. Well, I had my doubts, but the Ninja Turtle slippers put me over the top. <laughs> Mr. Gladstone, I won't be taking you in. Oh,
0: uh-huh. thank, thank you,
4: Officer, I... Okay, But don't leave town. We still need to ask you a few questions. And Miss Tanner, I'm afraid we'll be impounding your vehicle.
0: That's okay. As long as you're not impounding, Joey. <laughs> I'll
4: let myself out. No. Hey, hey,
5: right. hey, Lucky break? Who would have known all your goofy stuff would have saved your butt, huh, Joey? <laughs> yeah, you know, next time he gets in trouble, he should take a driver's license picture, you know, wearing the Scooby-Doo shirt and sitting in bubble
3: bath and wearing those slippers, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm glad you guys are happy.
0: You mean you're not?
3: Oh, no, I feel great. DJ's present is being towed away, and I'm the big family joke. All this time I thought you guys were laughing with me, and you were actually laughing at me. Thanks. Appreciate it.
2: So let's take a gander at Joey's room. He's got a mustard yellow jacket, which he's going to grab on the way out after he gets angry. We see, what? Is that supposed to be like a wizard, like, It's got like a wizard, it's like a white bearded wizard head with like a pointy hat. It's a while before Lord of the Rings movies and Harry Potter come out. So we can't say it's a replica of any of those things. There is a, I can't tell which, either Abbey or Castello figurine on the little bookshelf. There looks like there's a mini telescope also on the bookshelf to the right of the light switch by the door. We got Charlie Chaplin poster behind the bed. We got a L.A. King's poster behind the bed. We got... Is that supposed to be like Charlie Chaplin? It's like he's hanging onto the arm of a clock. Is that that famous one where it's like he's holding onto the arm of the clock and then he falls it's got a goalie face mask, which kind of even looks like in the horror, you know, Jason movies, Friday the 13th, you know, mask. It's got a uh, Albert Einstein bear with the, with the frizzy white hair and the mustache. It's cute. Poster of the Three Stooges and also looks like possibly Groucho Marx, like the Marx Brothers, also another, a lot of, like, four posters behind Joey's bed, uh, behind and above his bed. Scooby-Doo nightshirt, which Joey is just sitting at the foot of his bed so embarrassed. He just yanks it right out of Jesse's hands. Like, I didn't buy it, okay? It came with a bubble bath. I'm like, don't be embarrassed by Scooby-Doo's night. I want that nightshirt. I want that nightshirt. I would wear it all the time. Oh, there's even, um, um, Houdini- picture on the closet door. looks like a 3x size shirt there of Scooby-Doo. It's also a desk where the hockey mask, the uh, Albert Einstein bear, we got a red and black phone, we got an answering machine, we got a stapler on the desk. A lot of different things. So Jesse is like trying to explain to the officer, like, see, now would a guy steal a car, come home, take a bubble bath, and put on a Scooby Doo nightshirt? I think not. So, remember that mannequin from season one of Full House where you saw in the earlier episodes where Joey would wear an outfit and the mannequin would have the same one? Is this the same mannequin that is wearing a Red Wings jersey in the background? It might be. And, Joey already is getting irritated. He's like, Jess, come on, will you cut me a break here? The officer's getting a little ticked off. She's like, what is the point of this? There's even a poster of Wayne Gretzky on a beach with the sunset and the beach in the background. It's a really pretty picture, poster. Yeah, Wayne Gretzky's wearing like a white t-shirt with like turquoise shorts, but he's wearing like this winter, long winter sheepskin type coat with the uh, hockey stick behind his head. So Danny is like, look, the point of this is just to show you that Joey is just a big, lovable, goofy guy who's just a big child at heart. And Danny's kind of patting the back of Danny, or uh, of Joey's head. And it's like, you can just see Joey is just sinking lower and lower into this state of frustration and anger. It's like they're taking everything they know about Joey and just throwing it at the officer in hopes that she will not take Joey in. DJ brings up oh yeah he starts every day with a Flintstones or Flintstones no that was me um, with a Three Stooges chewable vitamin which I don't even think that was a thing and Stephanie actually goes to get the bottle to show because and you just and the officer is just staring Stephanie down like okay that's enough young lady basically this lady's glare could melt the earrings off of Stephanie's ears it's that like wow you didn't need to see them. you could just say this and it was, that's not I mean I don't know and. Michelle is the one who grabs the slippers which I think those were down by Joey's feet I saw something green and yellow and I had no idea they made these these are the exact same ones that I got because I guess my cousin had them and I kind of was like oh I want those slippers and I got them one Christmas like when I was like 10 or 11 and she's Michelle's like this is Michelangelo it's not it's Leonardo because those are the ones that I had she's like well I don't know who this is because the comment bit his head off It's the same. It's Leonardo. It's the blue and green stripes on the, um, where you'd stick your foot into. I'm on eBay right now. I see they have vintage change, mutant ninja, turtles, slippers, Michelangelo. Let's see. Uh, Rafa. These, oh, are these adult? Oh, they're children ones. Uh, Raphael, of course they're pre-owned because someone put their feet in them. Um, 1989 Vintage, new and package, 75 bucks, new and package, they're not in a package. Let's see, Do we got any others here? Retro, a lot of these are pretty much present day ones. Oh, are the- Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I think these are it. Guys, these are it. Oh, wait. No, these are Donatella. Never mind. <laughs> I got excited for a second. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, here we go. Leo. We got Leo ones, guys. It's, but they're kids. They're all kid sizes. How did they make ones for, oh, I don't know. 24 bucks if you want them. They're on eBay right now. Uh Uh-huh. But they're all kid-size. Cool. And Joey's just extremely embarrassed. Like, oh, no, not the slippers. Like, dude, don't be embarrassed! TMNT! There's been so many variations of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles between then and now. Oh my gosh, I just want to jump into the scene and correct her a thousand times over. This is Michelangelo, it's Leonardo. It's Leonardo. And then she's like, I don't know who this one is. It would be Leonardo, because they're but Why would you have one, each foot is a different turtle? It's not. The way the officer just kind of cocks her head to the side, like she's trying to figure, like... She's intrigued, definitely, in those slippers. She probably even wants to get herself a pair. I like what Becky says here. It's the most simplest explanation as possible, saying that Joey is a good, fair, decent man. And a trusting man. He does refer to him as a big kid, but then again, I mean, he kind of comes off that way a little bit. Seems like only when he gets really irritated is the adult version of Joey comes out. And I like, like I said, I like what she says here. She says he would never rip anyone off, so he wouldn't expect someone to do the same to him. Is, like I said, guys, you gotta, you gotta have your wits about you when you deal with this car. If you're gonna buy from a private owner, have your wits about you. Have a witness there to oversee everything. Don't ever go to something like someone's house to look at a car. That is so dangerous especially in today's time. If you want to look at a car, bring it to a public place. Have them bring it. If they can't do it, then it's not worth it. You're pretty much taking something at face value. And the officer is like, well, you know, I have my doubts, but the Ninja Turtle's slippers put me over the top. And she says, Mr. Gladstone, I won't be taking you in. And everyone is just like, oh, thank goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, all that work to make sure that they wouldn't take Joey in. If anything, I mean, he's just going for questioning. Well, granted, if he's going in the police car, you would have to cuff him. Jesse, you don't need to put your hand... I mean, she could arrest you just for putting your arm around her. She just turns her head and looks at Jesse's hand on her shoulder like, Excuse me? <laughs> she does tell him, you know, don't leave town. We still have to ask you some questions. I don't know how he's going to be able to help you. He had no information to go on on this lady. I think go to the bank and start interviewing like the tellers or somebody. Somebody had to have seen something. Although if she went, if she banked at that bank and pulled that stunt, that would be crazy because they would have something on. She would have to be just there's no you would go to a bank that you don't normally bank at if you're gonna pull a stunt like that you're not gonna go to the bank go yeah we know her yeah Uh uh-huh she's in here all the time yep her information and the officer's like miss tanner i'm afraid we're gonna have to impound your vehicle and dj's like that's okay as long as you're not impounding joey So the officer leaves. Says I'll let myself out. As soon as she's like out of the room, they start clapping. Like, yay! Hey, Joey, who knew all along this your goofy stuff would have saved your butt? Like, I would have waited till she was out of the house before I started clapping and celebrating. So Danny of course is like now they're just kind of joking about it like hey next time he gets in trouble he should like take a driver's license photo in the bathtub with the bubble bath and his Scooby Doo nightshirt and the slippers <laughs> And you just see Joey is just letting this all sink in and he is just getting more and more angry I mean the look on his face he is about ready to erupt yeah, that's funny. Laugh. Yeah. Uh, ha ha ha. Because you all think I'm one a big old dum-dum or something. I mean... I get it that Joey has a right to be irritated because it does... It He feels like, yes, they're making fun of me. Because they're making me feel like I'm a big stoop. I can see I probably myself... I mean, I would kind of laugh it off probably. Ha 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 ha. And then I would probably go off somewhere and cry or, or get... Or I probably... I don't know. I probably... Would be more irritated and probably, like, erupt in anger and shouting and stuff. And then everyone would laugh because when I get angry, ah, everyone thinks it's funny. Because, I don't know, I got this Jerry Seinfeld level of uh, anger, which doesn't really sound like anger. Like All this time I thought, you know, you were laughing with me and instead you're just laughing at me. Because he's like, oh, I'm glad you guys are happy. And Stephanie is surprised. like, oh, you're not? He's like, no, I mean, DJ's car is being impounded and, you know, I'm the family joke. He doesn't say anything about the fact that he's out of however much money he just basically just gave away. You could have just as easily taken it and just flushed it down the toilet for as much as... He's never going to see that money again. They're never going to find that lady. She's going to go hide out somewhere. Probably with her... Her son, like, oh, I need to hide out for our, I mean, I'm, I'm coming to see you. I'm gonna drive all the way to, like, um, I don't know, Ohio or so. I'm gonna go visit my son in Ohio, because, think about it, she's got that money, whatever Joey got her, she could probably take a plane ticket and go... You know, to one of her, you know, sisters. I don't know anything. I'm just building the story in my mind about this woman and her backstory. Like, oh, she's going to take that money. She's going to go to Florida. She's going to go and retire (laughs) that much money. did? Oh, my gosh. I hope he didn't clear out his bank account. We know that Joey's not the best with money. We know this. But he lives in Danny's house rent free. So, but still... DJ's president's being towed away and I'm the family joke. So in a way, that stuff kind of worked in his favor because she was going to haul him in. But then again, all she was going to do is they were probably going to question him more and probably grill him on these questions. Just like, let's go back to the morning. What bank are you? did you go to? And this and just Go through the whole day and just keep going through it until we start getting some answers. But then again, what's to say that that isn't something that's not going to be like, you know, if he gets legally, you know, if they take him down there, you know, arrest him, he's going to have a record. That is going to do so much damage to him. He's going to, you know, probably lose his job. It, it's going to, it would end up bad. I mean, they kind of did it. I mean, yeah, it's kind of how they how they did it and everything like that but in a way that saved his butt those ninja t- you owe those ninja turtle slippers some serious thank yous because that was what put that la- that cop over the top if you didn't have those slippers you'd be you know heading down for questioning Joey
3: Joey where are you going I don't know Need to go for a walk. Maybe I'll uh, go down and get a goofy Joey Slurpee and uh, maybe look for an apartment.
0: Okay, but you heard the officer. Don't leave town. <laughs> look, Joey. I know that you're upset, but really, I mean you're taking this the wrong
2: way. We we need to talk.
3: Yeah, okay, well, I've heard enough. <laughs> oh,
4: no,
5: she's right. Let's talk. Come with us, Fred. Right, guys, this is ridiculous. Okay? No, it's not. All right? All right, fine. What do you want to talk about? You! And what you mean to this
0: family. Joey, we love having you here. It's so great growing up in a house where there's someone that can always make you laugh. I remember that one time in the garage. (laughs)
3: <laughs> okay, 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 fine. So I'm good for a few laughs, big deal. You're good for a lot more than that.
5: Joy, you pulled this family through a lot of rough times.
0: Yeah, like, remember when I was afraid of the dentist? You were there to make it okay. Look,
3: we're in luck. A courage detector.
0: Last time I was here it was a spit sucker.
3: <laughs> well, it does that too. Let's find out where your courage is.
5: Beep, beep, beep,
3: beep, 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 beep beep, 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 beep 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 beep. I found it. This is great. Your courage is inside your mouth. Really? Yeah, here, take a look. See? See in the back of your throat there that little hangy-ball
0: thing? Hey, yeah. what is that?
3: What's your courage (laughs) hangy-ball?
0: I thought that was there for decoration. (laughs) You see, Joey, if it wasn't for you, I wouldn't have any cake. (laughs) And I'd be still riding a tricycle.
5: You see, Joey, you taught Michelle how to ride a two-wheeler. I let her
3: fall into the bushes.
0: But you made me get back on again, you remember? You're not going to let me go, right?
3: No way, not until you say so.
0: Okay, let's do
3: it! All right, you're doing it, Michelle. Let go! Are you sure? Let go! Are you really, really sure?
0: I said, let go! Way to go! I'm not
3: in the bush. Michelle, I am so proud of you. You did it all by yourself.
0: Uh Uh-uh, Joey. I did it with you. You see, Joey, we don't know what we'd do without you.
4: That's right. So there's no
5: way you're leaving this house because you were there for the girls, and I want you to be there for my kids. Joey, there's a whole new generation of kids who... Haven't seen your spit fountain, or, or learned to ride a bike, or, or found their courage hangy ball.
0: Are you still mad at us, Joey?
3: I guess I never really was mad. I just felt so darn bad about what happened today, you know? Until I met you guys, I didn't know what it was like to be part of a family. You know, after my parents got divorced, it was just me and my mom, and it got pretty lonely sometimes. I used to watch the Brady Bunch and wish I was a part of their family. So it would have been Jan and Marcia and Cindy and Greg and Bobby and Peter and Joey. (laughs) Anyhow, after I moved in with you guys, I got to be a part of that big family I always dreamed about. Mm -hmm
0: mean you're going to stay?
3: Of course it means I'm going to stay. <laughs> I love you guys. We
0: love you, love you, we you
3: too. Love you too. Uh, it's just one other thing, though. Hmm. Can we get a maid named Alice? <laughs> As to which I say,
2: let us get him. So, they follow Joey down the stairs to the living room. And they're like, Joey, where are you going? He's like, oh, I don't know, maybe I'll get a goofy Joey Slurpee and uh, I'll leave, look for an apartment. And Michelle, of course, is like, okay, but you heard the officer, don't leave town. So he goes to the door and... Jesse and Danny are like, look, Joey, we gotta talk. He's like, well, I don't have anything to talk about. So, Jesse and Danny literally pick Joey up. They get on either side of him, pick him up, and put him on the couch. He's like, alright, what do you want to talk about? And Danny's like, you, and what do you mean to this family? And Becky, before this whole, you know, they get Joey and put him on the couch, says, you know, Joey, you're basically getting upset over nothing, you know, we were taking this the wrong way. We didn't mean anything mean by this. And she's like, we need to talk. And he's like, well, I've heard all I want to hear. I don't have anything to say. And I like DJ here. She's like, Joey, we love having you here. It's always always been nice growing up in a house where there's always somebody here who can make you laugh. DJ is the first one that brings up the first flashback, which is... I think it's from season one, Joey's Place, where Joey's looking for a place to rehearse for his comedy routine, his stand up comedy. He was going on like a college tour, and he's got the cup of water, and he's taking a sip, and then he's like basically spitting the water into the air. And at this point, it, the garage is just that it's a garage, and it has his VW yellow bug. With the top down, and I love DJ, of course, 11-year-old DJ, is wearing this, like, fuzzy... It's almost like a um, knitted, purple, whitish mixture sweater. And she goes over to his car and gets in it, and Joey's, like, using, like, the water, like, to on his windshield and DJ turns on the wipers and it's funny. A spit fountain, basically. And I remember that because she's like, every time I see you do your fountain act, I want to throw a penny on your face and make a wish. <laughs> I remember that. And of course, with Stephanie, he helped her with her appointment for the dentist, you know, when he had a, when she had to have a cavity filled, which. Oh, no kid wants to have that done. I can't even remember how old I was when I had my first one done. But that's because the reason she doesn't want to go, which I'm sure she probably had to have a trip to the dentist before that. But uh, Kimmy was saying some stuff about stuff that the dentist use and all that when it comes to cavities and freaks Stephanie out. Which, at this point, Stephanie is like eight years old, seven years old, six years old. And Joey, after the dentist, you know, leaves, Joey uses the, um, the little, uh, spit suction thing to say, let's find out where your courage is. And he kind of goes up her arm, and it turns out like, oh, your courage is in your mouth. You see the little hanging ball thing at the back of your mouth, which... As a kid, I had no idea what that was. I didn't even know what purpose it served other than for it just to be... I think it has something to do with, like, a gag reflex thing. I'm pretty sure it's called a uvula. The palatine uvula, usually referred to as simply the uvula, is a conic projection from the back edge of the middle of the soft palate composed of connective tissue containing a number of... Riba baba glands and some muscular fibers contains many serious glands which produce thin saliva. Okay, that's great. What about uh, what's the f fu- Yes, the function during swallowing, the soft palate and the uvula move together to close off the nasopharynx. I don't know what that is and prevent food from entering the nasal cavity. Oh oh okay that's cool and it's also been proposed that the abundant amount of thin saliva produced by the uvula serves to keep the throat well lubricated well that is very important we got to keep that throat lubricated so when the food goes down you know that way it's not getting stuck on anything it's not having the difficulty getting down you know, that way, you know, and easily, you know how people are like, oh, I got a dry cough or, <laughs> or you know, my throat's dry or something. Then now we know the uvula helps keep the uh, the throat kind of, you know, nice and, you know, moistened and soft and everything. Have you ever taken like your your, your fingers and kind of went up and down your throat and kind of felt almost like when you run down the length of your throat, it's like, oh, there are ridges there. I've always been like fascinated like oh there's like ridges on your throat. It also has a function in speech as well. In many languages the uvula is used to articulate a range of consonant sounds known as uvular consonants. The okay, interesting, interesting. Okay. Let's see. Due to the large amount of saliva produced from glands in the uvula that are not present in other mammals, it has been suggested that the uvula is an accessory speech organ. Stimulation of the uvula also causes the gag reflex to initiate. Okay. This is often a problem for people with uvula piercings. Uvula piercings? Am I reading this correctly? Who's piercing their uvula? Who? Who's going to see it? Unless it's your dentist, who's going to see that uvula piercing? Or unless you should, like, hey, check it out, I got my uvula pierced. Oh my god. And a common method of inducing vomiting. Interesting. Well, you know, I learned quite a lot about the uvula that I didn't already know. So thank you, Wikipedia. I don't remember the last time I went to the dentist, I was sitting in the chair, and I swear, I don't know whether the dentist office had an upgrade or whatnot, but I think it was a massage chair, dentist chair, because I'm like, what feels like it's punching me in the kidneys? <laughs> Whenever I sit in one of those massage chairs, it's exactly like, oh, it's needing your back muscles. No, it feels like it's punching me in the kidneys. That is not comfortable at all. Actually, I'm taking notice of the room that they're in, Joey and Stephanie, and it's really cute. They have a turtle with a, I think it's a turtle, with a sailor's cap. There's a pink bunny, which is funny. It makes me think of Jesse's, you know, which was Stephanie's old room with the pink bunnies. And then there's a gray elephant with a little red and white striped beanie hat. They don't even call the uvula by name. They call it the little hangy ball thing. (laughs) Okay. But then again, if I were Stephanie's age, I don't don't even think I knew what it was called until I became an adult. And I, like, looked it up out of curiosity. And Stephanie's like, if it weren't for you, I wouldn't hurt any teeth. eh, I don't know about that. And Michelle adds how if it weren't for you, Joey, I'd still be riding a tricycle. Well, I'm sure you would have gotten there eventually. And Joey's like, yeah, but I let you fall in a bush. And Michelle says, but you made me get back on and try it again, remember? And we get the flashback of towards the end of the episode where he's holding the back of her bike. And she's saying, you're not going to let go, right? He's like, no, no way. Not until you say so. And he's going along and she's like, let go. And he's like, are you sure? And she's like, let go. He's like, are you really, really sure? And she's like, let go. And he, like, takes his hand off the back of her seat and away she goes. And she's still wearing the knee pads and the what look like snow boots. And I'm just thinking, and the way that she's pedaling, it's like her knees are practically up to her chin. I'm like, you gotta lift that seat up just a smidge more because that would be, your, your legs would get so cramped so fast. That is the biggest basket on Michelle's bike. It is huge. Nikki or Alex could fit in that basket. It is that big. And another thing, I mean, I get it she's got the helmet on, but she's got these, like, red, like, ski goggles on with, like, the 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 uh, vision part is red. I'm like, take that off. That's probably obstructing her vision that way mention those knee pads and those like snow boots have gotta be weighing down her le- knees and legs like it's like uh, 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 I don't I mean she's a kid so maybe it's not a big deal but for me it's like no I don't I don't want all that stuff like weighing down my legs <laughs> may as well have like five pound ankle weights attached to your ankles as you're like pushing the pedals up and down he goes over to me he's like way to go You did it all by yourself. And Michelle's like, no, Joey, I did it with you. And that you part kind of echoes as they come back into the scene. And Jesse and Danny are just like, look, I mean, you were there for my kids. You know, you. And Jesse's like, yeah, and I want you to be there for for my kids. I mean, you know, the courage hangy ball and learning how to ride a a two wheel bike and you know, showing them your spit fountain. It's like, we still, we love you, Joey, and we want you here. And it just, I'm just thinking about how Joey is saying, you know, you know, I really like the idea of being part of a big family. You know, after my parents got divorced, it was just my mom and I, and it got really lonely sometimes. And, you know, I used to pretend that you know, I watched the Brady Bunch and want to be a part of their family. You know, I did the same thing, not with the Brady Bunch, but with other shows. You know, when I was growing up, where I just kind of envisioned myself, you know, with with that family and every everything like that, just to kind of make the loneliness not seem so lonely and feel like, you know, I had two parents instead of just one parent and everything like that. And Joey just says about how you don't want to became a part of your family and it just it felt so nice. And I'm like, yeah. There's always something going on. You always have somebody to talk to or some situation to help someone, you know, solve or a problem to help solve and stuff like that. There's never, honestly, a dull moment in this house. I like how Jesse's like, there's no way you're leaving this house because you're there for the girls and want you to be there for my kids. I like Danny. I was like, Joey, there's a whole generation of kids. I haven't seen your... Spitphone or found their courage hanging ball. Just call called a ukulele. <laughs> or you know, kids that have learned to ride a bike. Oh, I can't wait to get to Easy Rider. I can't wait for that episode. And Michelle's like, "Are you still mad at us, Joey?" And this is where Joey says, "Well, I I wasn't really mad. I just and he's like, he stands up and he's kind of in the family. Say, I just I felt so bad about what happened today." And Joey says, you know, before I met you guys, I didn't know what it was like to be part of a family. It's like, yeah, I mean, when it's just you and your other parent, I mean, you can't help a kid for feeling a little envious of, you know, kids that have two parents and have siblings and, you know, go out to eat or participate in family night, game nights, or sports and stuff. And just. I feel for you, Joey. I really, really do. I I get where he's coming from. If you think about it, Jesse just had his sister, Pam. Becky's got umpteen brothers and a sister. So, I mean, DJ's got, you know, two siblings. Nikki and Alex have each other. I love how he puts Jan's name first. Like Jan and Marsha and Cindy and Peter and Greg and Bobby and Joey. Joey could have been the cousin Oliver. He could have been the cousin Oliver. Like swap out Oliver for Joey. There you go. I love this how he says, After I moved in with you guys, I got to be a part of that big family I always dreamed about. Oh, melts my heart. And Michelle gets up and goes over to Joey and says, She looks up at him. Her, her eyes are just stars with this big smile on her face. Like, does that mean you're going to stay? And I love how Joey bends down to Michelle's level and says, of course I'm going to stay. Aww. Aww, Aww, and he gives her a kiss and a hug. That's so sweet. And Joey sits on the couch with Michelle on his lap and he just looks at everyone and says, I love you guys. And I love her like, "Oh, we love you too. Jesse is behind Joey and like... Rubs his knuckles on Joe, basically giving Joey a noogie. <laughs> and Joey's like, Oh, there's just one other thing though. And Danny's like, What's that? And Joey says, Can we get a maid named Alice? It's like, <laughs> And Jesse's like, And to that I say, oh, Let's get him. And they all like dog pile him and jump on him. And <laughs> it's so cute. It's a Tanner Tickle Fest on the couch. <laughs> oh, so. It just dawned on me when he was talking about the Brady Bunch. I'm like, oh, so that is why we got the Brady Bunch thing. We got DJ in the upper left corner. We got Michelle in the top middle. We got Stephanie in the top right. We got second row is going to be Jesse and most likely Nikki. We got Danny in the middle. We got Becky and Alex on the right. We got in the last row is going to be... Kimmy, and then Joey in the middle, and then Steve in the far bottom right corner. All right, so that was the episode in honor of Dave Coulier, and Joy Gladstone's birthday. So happy birthday again, Dave Coulier, on the 21st of September. Do you guys know that the next day after that, autumn begins? Fall begins on the 22nd. So, let me see. Okay, definitely relatable is going to be Joey, just because, you know, he and his, it was just him and his mom, and, you know, for a long time it was, you know, my dad and I, and, you know, my sister up until I was 11, and then she moved out, but, um, Ninja Turtle Slippers, Don, uh, Leonardo had those, um, let's see. Never ran into any issues where I bought a car from somebody and they reported it stolen. Never had anything like that happen. Um, I never got a slinky as a birthday gift or a car as a birthday gift. Um, so just Joey the Relatable with the slippers, basically. So as far as the best outfit, I don't know. I, I want to give it to Steve. I just, I liked his shirt. And then after that, I will run her up is going to be Kimmy with her tangerine orange sweatshirt with the green leggings and the multicolored headband. As far as worse, um, I'm going to go with maybe... Mich- Stephanie, I think just with her royal blue turtleneck with the plaid, blue, and green vest, just, I wasn't digging it. I wasn't digging it at all. Wasn't that great? If I had to go for runner-up, I'd say uh, Michelle's denim rose-sleeved jacket. Lesson learned from, the vi- <laughs> from this episode is as simple as this. You go and buy a car from somebody. You do it in a public place. You make sure you get that pink slip. All that stuff's going to have to be done. If you want to make sure that car is being checked out by someone, bring someone knowledgeable. If you don't know a lot about cars, bring some. definitely bring a, per, a person with you to look at a vehicle. You don't go to someone's house to do it. You go to a public place. And you make sure... If you think something shifty is going on, like, if you feel like someone's trying to pull a fast one on you, just leave. Just say, hey, this isn't what I want. Don't try to bargain with them. Don't get into an argument with them. Just say, just leave. Just say, hey, um, this isn't working out for me. Just go. That's it. You don't gotta start an argument with somebody. You don't gotta hang over a price. Just, it's just... You know, say it's it's not meant to be, that you'll find the car that works for you. But no car is worth getting into an argument or getting violent or getting ripped off. Your safety is more important than a car. Cars are going to come and go, but your safety is number one priority. I'm not saying that Joey's life was in jeopardy. I'm just saying that, you know, he got ripped off and you, you got to keep your head about you. I mean, if he'd have brought Jesse with him, I think... Maybe it would have went a little better. Maybe the lady wouldn't have been nearly as shifty as she was. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I wasn't there. I don't know how it all went down. Joy really didn't give us a lot of details or the cop details. So, just kind of going based on the information that was given. But, lesson learned. Be careful when dealing with people in Buying things from people. That's that's basically what I'm going to say there. Alright, well, the month of October, we are going to be celebrating Grandparents Day, even though it was in September. Doing it a month later. I'm going to kick that off with Season 1, Episode 4, The Return of Grandma, which aired on October 9th, 1980. In this episode, an untimely visit from the guy's mother's turns the house upside down. So yes, we'll be doing Grandparents Day with the Return of Grandma, Season 3, we're going to be meeting Claire two point, Claire Tanner 2.0 in Season 3, Episode 5, Granny Tanny. Um, our hearts are going to break, and hold on, grab those tissues, get a of Kleenex, because you are going to need them for Season 7, Episode 17, The Last Dance where during his visit to San Francisco, Jesse's beloved grandfather, Papouli, dies in a sleep. Jesse and Michelle are both devastated as they try to come to terms with his death. And then, of course, we do have a cast member of Fuller House who is celebrating a birthday in October. That is Elias Harger. He played Max Fuller. And I will be covering Season 2's Doggy Daddy in honor of his birthday. In November, I will be covering Back to School episodes. We're going to do Spellbound. season four we're going to be doing El Problema Grande DJ from season two in Fuller House we're going to do President Fuller and we're also going to be doing Fast Times at Bayview hi So, alright everyone have a wonderful wonderful week be safe out there just take your precautions use your hand sanitizer just be careful, your safety is the main, most important thing out there, and taking precautions, of course. So, all right, everybody,
1: bye bye.